Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, feline friends. Welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Byrne. Today, we have an amazingly special show. We're going to talk to a medium that connects with people and animals. Actually, does she does a lot of work with animals, and I am excited because she's going to be able to communicate with my cats. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying Oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Aliana Ziva Seeger Madsen. She is a medium, animal medium, and author. And she is coming to us all the way from Denmark. Aliana, welcome. Thank you so much, Michelle, and so happy to be here with you and your cats. I'm so happy to have you. Now, you communicate with animals here and in the afterlife. Yes, that's correct. It helps you for insight to helping human people with understanding their behavior and some common challenges. Yeah. When did you realize that you have this gift, this ability to communicate with animals? Well, as a child, I had many experiences. And for, you know, as a child, I was keeping this to myself because I had this voice inside of me always saying that if you speak of this they will they will think that you're crazy so but as a young child i was always surrounded by horses and dogs and you know those cats that lived around the village and i would would always pick up on on how they felt but it would take me many years and working with the horses in my own business for years is where you know i would meet the dogs i would meet the cats when i was driving there on the open road and in my mid-twenties is where everything was fully activated again. But often, you know, it would be those emotions that I would carry with me. And I was still at a time in my life where I felt lost in myself. And I felt I was always walking in my life with this inner battle of not knowing who I am and knowing how to deal with these gifts. So I will say for six years now, (laughs) it's been a life where I've been fully aware of my gifts and to me speaking to the animals that are both here and in the afterlife are witnessing daily miracles. And I get aha moments every day from from a new animal that I will meet. What was the turning point that made you realize that you have this gift. You said about six years ago that you have this this ability and 
it's okay to use it. I can understand being a child because you're what's happening or what are people going to think? And, and it's over. I'm sure it was overwhelming. I would think so. What happened to make you that breakthrough that said, okay, I'm ready to bring this forward and be comfortable with it to communicate to the world that I have this gift? Well, I, I did actually meet an American teacher here in Denmark, and it was a class of osteopathy. And I've done a lot of healing work, especially with horses and then all the dogs and cats that I would meet. So I was always on this path of self-growth and discovery. And in his classroom, I was having a conversation with him and he held my hand and he said to me, you already feel, you just have to listen. And it was like all those shadows from the past, they left my mind. And it was like an old fog that really left the frontal part of my mind. That's how it felt. And I would start to see colors <laughs> the same day. And then the following Monday, this happened over a weekend. And the following Monday, I had an entire book in day on the open road. And the first horse that I met that day, and I had known this horse for about eight years. And as soon as I entered that barn, she looked at me and said, you're different today. And now you can see what is truly wrong with me. And that was that moment, everything changed. And since that day, it has been so clear of what the animals, they always share. And I, I will tell you, Michelle, they know they often talk. One thing is that they talk about how they feel and their needs and natural instincts. But, but there was a, a journey that started where they talked a lot about their health. So it was all about really following this new found gift. That's how it felt because I felt very confident in that shift that would happen in, in one class room here in Copenhagen in Denmark. That's fascinating. Do you mostly communicate with, is it mostly animals or people too? I will say it's 50-50. I've, you know, for four years now, I've consciously followed my, my mission and that since I, I was a child, I, I knew that I belonged in the States in many ways. So for four years now, I've been, you know, online with what I do. And it's always 50-50. But I will say, you know, there's there's been these times, especially over the last three years, where more, you know, pet owners, they come to me. And I have experienced how, you know, these connections with with your pet has has grown in many ways because, you know, we were in a time where people were more at home and new pets came into people's lives. So I, I did feel that shift in 2020 and and especially, you know, cat owners, dog owners and and I will say horse people. But mostly here from Denmark, it's been, you know, the horse, horse family. When it's, it's in the States, it is the pet owners, you know, when it comes to dogs and cats. Okay. Let's also talk about your book before we start talking about what you feel from my cats. Your book is 22 Letters from Uncle Jack. What is that about? Well, Uncle Jack, he is a spirit guide of mine. That is what I always call them. And he helped me in, in 2020 where I sat down one summer evening here in Denmark where we had rented my husband, daughter, and I a cabin. I said to my husband, and we call him, Uncle Jack, so everything is very grounded in the way that we live our life. And said to my husband, Uncle Jack says that I should create this book for myself and receive a daily letter 
because he said it's about time that you change the way that you think so you can feel who you truly are and embrace that reality. And he was the greatest inspiration of doing this book because through these 22 days, receiving a letter from him daily is also where I got closer to all of those that I have with me in spirit, including all of my animals, my cats and dogs and horses that are with me in spirit. And I will tell you, it, it can be overwhelming to, to see and hear from those, especially pets that you've always had with you. And this was really a journey of embracing that reality and, and feeling that peaceful mind. So everyone else can also have that same in their life where they can listen to who's truly there with them, including, of course, those animals that are present. So it is a book of self-discovery and, and really coming home to that deeper inner knowing where you are your own channel. What do you say? So I always like to ask questions from the viewpoint that I would expect my listeners to have the questions in their mind. And yeah. my beliefs are one thing, but out there with the many, many listeners that I'm grateful for that listen to Catitude, there's a lot of different people. And I'm sure you come into this where there are people that say, okay, fix my cat or do this, but they might not believe in your talent or not. I shouldn't say talent. It's a gift. I see it as a gift and a natural ability. What do you say to people that say, you know, this is all a bunch of, you know, whatever nonsense or yeah. I'm not saying I feel like that. I'm, I'm not mentioning how I feel personally. But what do you say? Because there's people, there's a lot of different types of listeners for Catitude. So I'm sure some are saying, oh, I don't believe this. Yeah. You tell them. Well, first of all, I I will always tell them that, you know, because of course, if it's those clients that are booking, a, you know, an online session with their animals, then we're all, you know, we're always on point <laughs> and there's a beautiful flow there and and the animal is full and let's say the cat, all the all my cat family out there, you know, when they show up and they book the online sessions, they are always ready being prepared with a piece of paper firing away all of their questions because they they want to make the most of that one hour that we get to spend together so they can have that plan of what to do and they can have full clarity of where to go and to those that I will meet you know they can be in the physical room also here in the in the online space where people they will reach out to me on email or dms on instagram you know is where we do have a conversation and I always have an open heart and that is what I will tell people I stand there and I let go of my own thoughts and I allow myself to be open to receive. And then I will simply invite in the energy like your Charlotte, Molly and Dennis here and take one step back. And then it feels like you're opening a door and holding that for the cat so they can come in and really share everything that they are here to tell us. And for me, it is a beautiful experience that I am, I'm being invited to be be their voice for a little while and that's for sure how i felt about your charlotte that really wants to speak first and then molly and then dennis <laughs> so so i i'm always engaging in these conversations because they 
the animals they have nothing to prove they want their so if it's a cat you know they want their owner to to truly know everything there is for them to know and i want to know about them so we're going to take a break kind of a couple minutes early because i don't want to interrupt the second half so we'll be right back after this break everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, I'm all about cats. And of course, I'm very concerned about my cat's food. I was not so happy with my cat's old food. It was stinky. I didn't think it was really up to date. It didn't have the nutrition that they needed. And I was so glad I found Smalls. Smalls is protein-rich recipes that are made with preservative-free ingredients that you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your front door. Smalls was started in 2017 by a couple guys that were home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. Over time, they built a following and now Smalls has served millions of meals to cats all over America. I love Smalls because not only does it look healthy and fresh, but I definitely see improvement in my cats. I mean, Molly, her coat is so shiny and she has more energy. She used to have issues with hairballs all the time. I see a definite improvement in that. And that's a big deal for me. Also, what I love is that the Smalls team is so confident that your cats will love their product, you can try it risk-free. They'll refund you if your cat won't eat their food. Give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash petlife and use the promo code PETLIFE at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code PETLIFE for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code PETLIFE for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Aliana Zeber Seeger Madsen. She is a medium and animal medium and author from Denmark. And first off, for the show, we talked about your gift and other things that you've done and how you have, you know, come about discovering, you know, how to utilize it. Let's talk now about my cats. Because when we first faced, I said, oh, I'd love to know what my cats are thinking. So what's going on with them? Well, first of all, I was I was sitting here and I said, I have an open heart to all of you. And Charlotte stepped forward here and I had to write everything down, Michelle. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with three pieces of paper. And if it's okay by you, I will start with what came from Charlotte. I always let the, you know, let the cat speak and then I will continue until there's like a natural stop in the conversation. Okay. And then I, I fully trust that that is because Charlotte, she has more to say. And, and that is the conversation that she is having with you always. But she did say, I'm a caring and nurturing cat. I'm like her sister. And here she means you, Michelle. We are always on the same walk. And here she is showing me a beautiful picture of you two walking together like your two lions that are right there next to each other. And then she wants to thank you for spending time with her. She says, when I look at you now, I see what you need. And I know that you will 
you always see me and my needs. Then she's here to talk about her left elbow. And that is what she, that's like her main thing today. Because she's showing me like a timeline of four to five weeks ago. She jumped down and landed where it felt like lightning that went up her left front leg. She experienced it all the way up through her left elbow and then up to her neck. And then she wants to talk about that. And then I was receiving the silence from her because it has been bothering her for the last four to five weeks. You cannot see her limping, she says, but often when she's laying on her right side, she's finding a way to stretch her left front leg. And, and it's really like it's been bothering her, like it's annoying her. And now it's not lightning anymore, she says, but it's a tension from the left elbow going all the way up to her upper neck right behind her left ear. So that is what is coming through Charlotte. That is what she has this beautiful softness when she speaks, but she is also that beautiful queen where I feel that you have to take one step back and, and respect her and let her speak. Okay. And what's happening with Molly and with Dennis? Molly says that I am the one keeping us all together. I see how everyone is doing. And here she's showing me her walk. And she says, I walk on my own. And that is to have that greater outer look. And my instinct that is always to look for food. And even though, you know, you're the one taking care of them being fed, then she says that she wants you to know that that is her instinct here in the, in the family, that she is always looking for food. And she can rest, she says, when everybody in the family feels well. So when she's laying down to always rest, then she has been in her role with all of you, both of the other cats and you as as the humans, like when I rest is when everybody's feeling well. And she's showing me, and this is to, and this is for Molly to describe her energy. She's always walking behind Charlotte and she's walking behind Charlotte in their energies because that is what Charlotte is telling her to do. So if you were not there, like physically in their life, you know, she would do the same thing. So Charlotte is always encouraging Molly where to be in the family, telling her what to do. And and Molly is okay with that. And she's leaning into that energy. So that came through for Molly. <laughs> They're talking a lot of like the energies here in, in how they are in the family. Okay. And Dennis? He said, I am the prince. I am the wise one. I know the ladies. I respect Charlotte and I listen to her. He says, I want to hunt. And then he is showing me his playful energy. This is him showing me like an image on like the inner eye. And he's showing me when toys are up in the air where it's like a real bird. He really loves though he's he loves those moments where you can catch <laughs> where you can catch them. Because that is like his one of his happy places that is, you know, listening to those birds. And and he says that when I'm in my moments where I am in that happy place is where he's always inviting to that play where if you sit there, I, I see with a toy, then he wants to be in that playful energy like he was chasing a bird. But then he's also showing me another side of him 
like him being in his personality because when he's on his own and he's lying down then he says that is where i recharge and that is where i want to be left alone because that is where he recharges because he is always feeling this strong energy from charlotte and molly so when he's on his own he really needs that moment to recharge and he is showing me that open space when you are not in a house you know he would be if you were not there as his humans he is showing me that he would walk many miles on his own where there would be no female cats and he's showing me and that it's very important for him to share that i would seek the female cats when it's time to carry on his legacy but you know he knows how his his natural body is so he's showing me that you know way he deals with his hormones is through play and and paying attention to those birds and then when he's recharging that is where he's balancing his hormones because it can it can be a lot to be Dennis when you are with those females Charles and Molly okay very interesting so I'm going to now I'm going to tell you a little bit about the cats yeah I didn't talk to you at all before them so Dennis found us at a place I lived at before my current home, and he was someone abandoned him. Yeah. So he's part Maine Coon. My first cat experience, which was almost like 15 years ago, 17 years ago, something like that. So he's an old cat. And we got him chipped. We looked for everything. He's part Maine Coon, so he's like a dog cat. They say that Maine Coons are the dog of cats, so he's very easy to get along with. Then- and at my my new home that I've been at for a while now, Charlotte was with her mother and her mother got pregnant and that's how we had Molly. So yeah. Charlotte and Molly are sisters from different litters and different misters. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's tension between them. Yeah. There was tension when Molly was Molly was I think Charlotte was maybe five or six months old when we brought Molly in and we almost had to keep her like separate from Charlotte. And yeah. now that Molly's bigger, there's tension between them. So usually, because you said that Molly goes behind Charlotte, but Charlotte's, what I see, seems to fear Molly. Like Molly hisses at her a lot, but sometimes Charlotte's moods change a lot. Sometimes she's sweet. Sometimes she hisses at everyone. Yeah. And that is, there's, because there is, you know, when they presented themselves here, it's truly about, you know, their energies. Also that silent, you know, that silent communication that is taking place between them. And that is why I really feel that they invited me into their world because Molly, she is quite aware where she's being placed in the energy. And when I says she's walking behind Charlotte, then it is because she's always being told what to do. There are many moments, and that uh, that is what I, I hear from her, that you're bringing up here, that she doesn't always want to be told what to do. But Charlotte has this silent way of communicating, and I hear from Charlotte that she doesn't fear her. So when they show up with their body language, and you see that you hear their sounds, then Charlotte says that when we are together, Molly and I, then I already told her what to do. And she wants her to be the one that always has that outlook for food. Like that is their role. So when you are bringing them their food, then 
Charlotte wants to know <laughs> when the food is coming. So if Charlotte is resting, she wants Molly to tell her everything that is going on. So it's like when you see them around the house, you will see what you see. And then there's this silent communication. I hear from Charlotte that I always want her to be right where I want her to be. But those days where Molly wants to go somewhere else, that is where you will see how they're moving and then the sounds will show up. That is what I hear from them. Charlotte often misbehaves. Like she doesn't use the litter box like she should. And there's no reason because there's plenty of litter boxes. They're cleaned up. She has a lot of choices. Do you have any insight on that? Yeah, because that then we're back to the two females here because she is fully aware that she can like you say here that she can go and do her thing but it is her making a statement and when she's doing this it is to mark her territory and telling the two others that this is how i want things to be because if we were to ask her about her health and how she's doing then i see her looking up and she's talking about experiencing good health. So when she's doing this, then she is marking her territory because she she doesn't want to be challenged by her. No, she wants everything to be her way. That is what is coming through from her. Definitely see that. Definitely. Very interesting. Thank you for this insight uh, about my cats. Now I have a question. Have you ever, in in the readings that you've gotten or messages you've gotten from um, animals, had anything, is there, are there any unusual stories that you can share? Yeah, I will say I can, I can talk about a cat that I did because now we are talking about cats today. And those cats that, you know, I would meet randomly, where it feels random that you're walking down a street and you will greet a cat and... And they always see your gift. You know, a cat are very, you know, they, and now I'm saying gifted. They're so gifted in seeing humans for, seeing us for who we truly are. But there were, two years ago, I was out with a client. And I was actually there to take care of the horse. And and this cat came over to, it's like a red female cat, came over to me as I was getting out of the car. And I know that this was a client that had been dealing, you know, with the health of the horse for many months now. And we had talked on the phone. And then this cat came over and, and I always, you know, take that time, sit down. I greet the cat. And, but I'm, you know, also in that <laughs> energy of got to go meet the client. And today it's all about the horse. But for some reason, that cat continued, you know, you know, to show me affection. And I was like, you you got to pay attention. And I was like, got to pay attention. And that was like the message that that I received there next to my car. You got to pay attention. And then when I, when I entered, you know, the stable there and we started to talk, then I was curious about this paying attention because I already received that it was not about the cat. So when, when I came into, into the stable, the same thing went on with the horse. And and, you know, the client here was very focused on the health of the horse and we got to take care of this. The vet had already been there and we got to get, you know, to the bottom of this. What is the root cause of, 
of why she's always in pain. Then I looked at the owner and the cat followed me from the car. And as soon as I was in that moment, you got to pay attention. I looked up and, and I do have many people, you know, that will come to me where we talk about health as well. But, but you know, I'm, I'm simply being me as well. So, you know, I'm also walking in that daily life and I'm not paying attention to everything and any, you know, all the time. But when I looked up and I said to the owner, I, I have to tell you because there is a message from your cat here and, and you got to go to the hospital and you got to have this checked out. And, you know, in that moment is where I, that's all that I received and the cat was showing me. That, that she had like an ulcer within her stomach. And that is the energy that the horse felt. But when it came to the cat, you know, the cat is very, like the horse is a flight animal, but the cat is very strong. And then one week later, the client came back and said that I'm on medication now. And, and you know, she was, the client was like, unfortunately what you said and what the, my animal was trying to tell me that you know it was being shown when she went to the doctor but now she was on medication and, and four weeks later she returned and said that she was feeling so much better but you know the client and I we had never been speaking about her health but that day it's like that cat coming in there and I paid attention to a short message is where someone else, you know, so when we meet our cats, and this is this is one of many stories, but, and I know this is one of those stories that I'm very loyal to my clients, but this is one of those stories that, that my client is, is okay in me sharing. Because when a cat can detect, you know, when there's something off within ourselves, is, is where that connection grows stronger and stronger, and we can lean into to that healer that the cat truly is. That is so fascinating. And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, because there are, and this is different than what you do, but there are dogs that are trained to detect certain illnesses in people. Yeah. Right? So I wouldn't, a cat who has from everyone that I, so many guests that I've had on the shows, they're almost a bit more superior in sense and detecting you know there there's i think their sense are more intense than a dog's and people that don't know cats don't take the time to understand them as much they're not as readable as dogs are and they're not as they're definitely trainable but dogs are easier to train so i think that's why there's a separation with that but that's another program (laughs) but (laughs) yeah Yeah, i could i could where can people find out more about you and if they want to get a reading or purchase your book where can they find that out they can go to alianathemedium.com and here are all the links for my services I want to thank you so much for coming on Catitude and sharing this incredible information and telling us about yourself, telling me about my cats. I'm going to understand them better and uh, especially Miss Charlotte. And I just thank you for coming on Catitude. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. It's been my pleasure. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this show. I found it to be incredibly fascinating. And be sure you check out alianathemedium.com. I want to thank my cat crew, Dennis, Molly, and Charlotte for being there and talking to Aliana. So I got some more insight in your behaviors. I'm going to definitely keep all that in mind in um, my reactions and interactions with them. Thanks to Nikki, who's just he's the little dog of the house 
I want to thank everyone listening to Catitude. It's been such a wonderful journey these past six years, and we're just continuing. So thank you so much for listening to Catitude. Again, thanks to my guest, Aliana the Medium, for coming on Catitude. And of course, thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound incredible. Now remember, lose the attitude and have Catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.